Welcome everybody to What the Flux to Posed episode 402. My god, I hope that's the right number. I don't even know. I haven't been here. I haven't no. been here this whole year. I don't know if you noticed that. Uh yeah. With me tonight. I almost said as always because I think that's that's what Jason says. With me as always, my co-host with the mo host, Kevin Austin. How you Hola, doing tonight? Senor. I I'm Hola. here. I'm here. I'm glad. I'm glad I, we're here. I've done more episodes post 400 than you or Jason have at this point. Just just want to point that out. That's that that makes me sick to it's my math. stomach. It's math. We said we didn't I want to do math. We said in the pre-show. That's true. That's true. Uh, hey, side note, really quick, because I've actually never um, done this before. Am I supposed to? Am I, uh, I've never done this whole show before. Am I supposed <laughs> to hit something to record? Yeah. And if oh, there it's up in this. <laughs> All right. Well, if we have to use the backup, uh, you know, you just won't have the intro to the show. You'll be, what happened? Why are they just talking all of a sudden? Perfect. It's perfect. It's so I, I I don't know how much of that'll get edited out. Probably none of none. it because who needs editing? Um, I didn't hit record because I've never been on this side. I've never hosted the StreamYard suite. I've never True. brought in another person and said, come to my show and, and be on it with me and pressing all the buttons. It's like, it'd be like if Jason was doing my job, you know what I mean? Cause he's farting. always the one that's farting in the chair. That's only half of it. Oh, uh. there's the last there's farting and there's sniffing, you know, that's the <laughs> other 25%. Not editing is the other twenty five. Ah, okay. There we go. That's that's the key to it. All. Yeah, <laughs> Anyways, we, we we were supposed to do this like a week ago, and we just didn't. Yeah, so. dude. Well, we'll yeah. get into that in IRL in a second here. Uh, but yeah, I haven't been on in forever. You've been on with Jason. Mm -hmm. You and I haven't been together on a show Ew. in a long time, like a year. Yeah, probably. I don't know. I don't know how long. Call I've been semi-retired. Call us a library book, man, because we are overdue for you. this sweet jam. So we're gonna sweet, sing. We're gonna sing tonight. Hangs. We're gonna make uh, yep. in innuendos, references to songs, yep. mostly '90s, yep. maybe early 2000s. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Hey, did you know that we have a Discord? Because everybody I, I, has a Discord now. I am aware. Where where can I find this Discord though? If I if I were new and not in the know. It's not now for the longest time. I always thought it was discord.com slash fluxtoposed. But if I told you that, I would be an idiot because it's actually fluxtoposed.com slash discord. Fluxtohosed. Fluxtohosers. Fluxtoposers? That's what I'm on. I'm a fluxtoposer. We're all posers, man. You can't truly ascend to the level of fluxtoposed without being a fluxtoposer. Also, but, we're on Anchor. You know this, by the way. We are. Uh-oh. Weighing down like a dead anchor. I was going to make a we're That's all the way to the tippity top and not even halfway there comment, but you, you yes. moved on from yeah. that. So we'll, we'll go to I'm dragging on the show like an anchor FM. There you go. There you go. We're not used to moving on. We, we beat the dead horse. We're here for the jokes. We're here for the beating of the dead horse. And then 
even the like three second pause after that where nobody talks. We it's all there. It's all for you, raw and unedited. Kevin, tell me about your life. How's it been going, man? It's been too long. It has been too long. Uh, I guess we'll go into why we didn't do this last week. So you know, Jason was unavailable, and then he decided to get COVID or whatever because everybody's getting it. You know, he's got to be that in guy. Oh my, that he it's is. been a it's a carousel, man. It's literally every week is a new person in our Discord saying, well, yeah. it's my turn. Yep. I'm just biding my time, apparently. Um, but literally, what, the night we were supposed to record, which we were, we didn't even do it last Tuesday, right? We were going to push to last Thursday. And we didn't even do it then because of what happened to me, right? Was that what happened last week? Uh, yeah. Yeah. There was, there was some of that, and there was some of, like, my work. Get, like oh, that's some right. of that was already in place and so that's yeah right. it, it's all mixed up but something yeah, but like that yeah literally like what i don't know 30 minutes before we were supposed to go on um <laughs> yeah. i decided to have uh water flowing from basically the vent that's directly above my head as i sit here like another half a foot above my head um yeah i was doing dishes earlier that night and apparently because of the way pipes are weird and the way they're configured. So you have your, your sink and you have your garbage disposal. If you have one that's, you know, attached to the sink that drains mm-hmm. into the pipe. But if you have a dishwasher, the dishwasher goes into the garbage disposal, which then goes down to the drain. Okay. Makes well, sense. Yeah. My, my dishwasher hasn't worked in quite some time to be completely honest. I've tried fixing it a few times, been unable to. So we're just waiting for a good deal to, to replace it. So we don't even use it, but as okay. I'm washing dishes, I all of a sudden get this smell, this odor. So immediately, I think it's the dog. It's not the dog. He's not even in the room. Up. Right. Yeah. One of those things. And I look down okay. and I realize I'm standing in water. Oh. So I was like, what is this? Now I'm like, because it's not flowing out of the sink. I don't know what's going on. I opened the dishwasher and the water level had filled to the bottom of the dishwasher and then was flowing out, which then allowed it to seep through the floor. And the only vent is above my head. So the water was going underneath and then traveling across the ceiling, then down into the vent. My God. Yeah. My so God. Th- thankfully, it wasn't anything worse, but I don't know what happened if just like the sink got clogged up and then the water, as I was doing the dishes, just like flowed up and then into the drain tube for the dishwasher. I don't, yeah. I don't really know how it happened. It hasn't happened since, knock on wood. Um, well, but it, it, it was a mess to clean a, up. <laughs> there's usually a lot of like loops and stuff in there to make sure yeah. like the water doesn't come back up. But, so that right. must have came back with some force. Yeah. And I had no idea. So I was like, oh, this was bad. But it hasn't happened since, so I'm good. And still haven't replaced the dishwasher yet, so I guess it could happen again. But uh, Weird. Yeah, that's why we had to push. But uh, Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, you've you've heard my sink, my, mm-hmm. my plumbing tales, and it's never get. It's always like, it, it, with water in general, if so, it's not just like, oh, this is broken. It's, this is broken. I have a mess to clean up and I have to check to see how much damage has been yep. done. Yep. And it's just, it's just as a homeowner after the, at that point, you're just like, I, I don't think I can handle anything else today. Like yeah. I'm done. I want to yeah. be, God forbid this ever happens in the morning to me because I'll be done for the rest oh, of the day. Whole day. It's just like, I, yeah. I don't want to do. Anything. I mean, it took, it took like an hour to clean. So I mean, realistically we probably could have done the show just a little bit later, but like you said, at that point you're like, F this, I'm done. I don't want to do anything else of the day. Um, and I had the, the dehumidifier of a giant, like, I don't know, two foot tall dehumidifier that I had to run just to make sure it dried up all the, the water that was in the ceiling. Um, cause I obviously did don't want to replace the ceiling. So did it get on any of your stuff down there? Like no, the sheet, it actually, it, it hit the back of my chair a little bit, just a couple drips, 
but luckily everything just kind of went on the marble floor behind me. Um, so it's actually super <laughs> easy to marble. clean up. Not marble, tile, tile floor. Okay, tile. I was like, whoa. I like, it's not marble. Yeah, it's, it's tile. <laughs> um, and so I just had to clean it up there. So luckily, you know, nothing got damaged. Nothing got splashed on. That could have been a thousand times worse, like the new computer that I bought that's not paid off yet. Like all that great I mean, stuff. I'm like, kind of surprised it didn't. Let's face it. If it can, it will. Yeah. Yeah. But that that's wow. why we weren't able to do it last week because of me, at least. Well, you know, it, 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 it all goes around. I mean, it's always it's always usually it's my my problem, my issue. But like lately, it's been each one each and every one of us between. Yeah. Uh, Jason, who is sick, I don't, yeah, he, I think you said earlier, he got co- the COVIDs and mm-hmm. has been dealing with that. And, uh, my work has been messing my schedule up, uh, before I move on, uh, what's the damage like on the roof or on your ceiling right there? Because I had a bathtub leak and the damage is quite extensive. No, it was right where the tape lines were. It's good. No worries. I had the dehumidifier go. There's no staining. There's no nothing. So. I got Not lucky. even a bubble or anything. Dang, nope. dude! Nope. Wow. And we have, we had, um, I forgot they called stucco. Is it stucco? You have like the swirly designs in the ceiling that they that they plaster oh. on after you put the ceiling. I have that. Yeah. So normally you'd see it stain first. It wouldn't normally bubble like it would with like latex or anything like that. Uh, yeah, you know, just normal it would, ceiling like, paint. Soak through, kind of. Yeah, yeah. This would soak through, and there's there's nothing. There's not even a spot. So I got lucky. Like we caught it soon enough, and it wasn't nice. It didn't keep flowing that I was able to to minimize the damage the dehumidifier ran for like a day took care of it tried it right out tried it right out that's the best i suppose i want to know where that's going (laughs) nope nope moving on pull the cord uh yeah so well well dang well you know i'm glad that it wasn't any worse because i would feel so bad if if anything had happened uh to your precious computer having just got that we haven't even gamed yet no, uh, I, I played like two that. games on this thing and that's it, but we need to. Yes, we do. Uh, my Yeah, my job, while I, I know I already explained it and what I do and everything, and it, it is quite easy. What I've learned, though, is I was very um, kind of flippant about the hours that I could work because I make my own hours to a certain yeah. extent, but I also um, am a human being who can't, I'm not a machine and just, you know, if I sit, if I if I'm going to be there for like four hours, that's actually quite a long time at the end of the day, you know, because yeah. I'm, I'm showing up at like seven, right. sometimes six thirty. Um, and man, even three hours there is is pretty long uh, just because right after that, I pretty much come home. If I'm lucky, I'll be up for an hour or if I want to make myself miserable the next day, I'll be up for an hour uh, decompressing and then go to bed. And I, it's really just kind of been a little bit more of an issue than I was expecting um, just from a sleeping standpoint and everything. And what mm. hasn't helped that is the um, post-COVID stuff that I've been dealing with, the, the long haul sy- yep. symptoms, if they, as they say. Um, and I'm not even – it's so weird – to like not be able to really say, yeah, it's definitely this, but that's what the time, that's how it all kind of coincides with that timeline. Uh, ever since I had COVID a few days after, after my positive test, I kind of noticed, man, I feel like dizzy and just weird. And like the medicine head, the floaty mm-hmm. head, the, yep. uh, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but um, 
Yeah, I was dealing with that. I'm still dealing with that, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have it under control a little bit with some medication, um, which, speaking of which, I some of that medication I tried, the um, decongestants, because what we I went to the doctor and they were like, well, I think you just have some head congestion from um, being sick and it, it's kind of still stuck in there. And I do have like uh, sinus drainage going on just constantly, mm. which is kind of surprising. It hasn't caused me to have a sore throat or anything, so it must be pretty slow. Um but they assumed it was congestion in the head and they were like, basically, well, just keep doing what you're doing. Take a decongestant, try, um, some, uh, like Zyrtec and Flonase, mm. the, yeah, the, ty- yeah. the types of stuff that you would take if you had allergies, um, and try a decongestant like Sudafed. Well, when I went to pick up some medicine after this at the pharmacy, I was like, what would you guys recommend for these symptoms and what's going on? Not really taking it because I have a cold or the flu or anything. I'm taking it because of this congestion that's causing me this weird dizziness feeling. So she got me the stuff that's behind the pharmacy counter. uh, The stuff that you make meth with. (laughs) And, um, and I was like, okay, I've never taken this before, but if you say it works, she was like, I don't even know why they sell the stuff out on the aisle the decongestants out in the aisle because it's useless like it barely works compared to something like this and i was like oh sweet i'm getting the good stuff you know um hopefully this works and it did um but the problem was i got a 12 hour pill <laughs> the problem is you got um, addicted to meth yeah yes the problem was <laughs> it was actually meth and it wasn't a pharmacy <laughs> it was a van um <laughs> I, so you can't take this if you have high blood pressure and I understand why now because the first oh. night I didn't have too many problems but the second night or second day where I took one in the morning and then I took another one after 12 hours has had elapsed set my blood pressure skyrocketing I almost like I almost had to go to the ER I was 180 over one. 15 i think at one point or one time or something it was awful like the kind of blood pressure that you can feel like yeah. you can feel how tight everything is and your blood your heart just pumping and so your obviously was just just yeah turgid <laughs> ripping through my pants um so that was good um the wife liked that one <laughs> exactly if i didn't feel like i was having a heart attack that would have been great um <laughs> So I, so I, I contacted my doctor and I said, like, this is what happened. She said, okay, well try taking another one and we'll see what happens, but only take Wait, one. What? I know. I was very confused about by, <laughs> by it too. I thought she would be like, well, stop that. She's like, fuck um, it. Let's finish the job. Take yeah, another one. She's like, I'm tired of you. Uh, take two. Uh, so I did. And sure enough, my blood pressure shot up, not nearly as high. So what was interesting was I kept taking my blood pressure throughout the day. And even after 12 hours, my blood pressure was still high from this medicine. Oh God. Um, it was like 150. So I had, you know, basically doubled up on that second um, pill that I took. And it really sucks because that medicine was actually helping. I think for, for the short while that I was taking all this stuff, uh, it was helping a bit. But Do you know what it was like, called? Like, what were you taking? 
Uh, it was like it was, yeah, it was like the up and up brand of of Sudafed D. I think is, is it like is what a, it's called? Is it like a jagged little pill? I mean, it, uh, no, but yes. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do it. You had to. I, I was. I was coming. I was struggling to come up with something, but not a lot of p- pills, baby. That's about pills, the, that's baby. all I got. Um. Yeah. So it. Uh, dude, I've just been. I've been struggling. So I have some good. Day- I feel like an old person now. I'm taking tons of drugs. I have my good days and I have my bad days. Um. I don't know. It's really annoying to be like thinking about, man, I felt normal up until I had COVID and now I'm mm-hmm. dealing with these random. Yep. I don't even want to say dizzy spells. Dizzy is like too strong of a word because I don't ever feel like I'm going to fall over. I don't feel like the world is circling. I don't feel, I feel buzzed, like mildly buzzed. Sure. I don't feel yeah. drunk, but, and I can lay down just fine and sleep fine and everything. But for some reason I just get this like, mental disconnect where I, I feel like I have, you know, a half a second of lag or something where my, my eyes or my brain are like, well, yeah. we're moving, we're moving. Okay. We're not moving. And, and, and I don't know. Just not I've had fun. That. I've had it too. I know what you're talking about. Just, uh, it's been better recently, but yeah, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. And then when Jason said he had kind of similar effects too, I always had this weird, like, tin feeling in my head if that makes sense like it always like this metallic yeah, feeling like metallic. that was and that was the same thing but like the delayed reactions and the slower pace like that's exactly other side effects i had too but um speaking of of getting old and sorry, I have my good days and bad days i i think i have tinnitus lucas i this is the weirdest most random thing ever but i can sympathize yeah what's you, going on so it's for anybody who doesn't know, it's described as basically a constant ringing in your ear that doesn't Yeah, it sounds stop. like a mosquito. Yes. That's a good explanation. I kind of always said it's like if you hear static, but, you know, like TV, the old TVs, like the staticky channels, but you're hearing it from mm-hmm. like another room. So it's like farther away. Yeah, I hear like no. this. It is the most weird thing to have. And it is so annoying. Like, you can't describe it. Like, it just, it really sucks. When you think about it and you explain it to somebody, like, oh, it's not a big deal. But it's like, when you have this go on for hours and hours and hours. Oh, okay. Mine never like that. Yeah. No. I've had bouts recently, and I even have it a little bit right now, um, where it was going on for, like, six, seven hours. Unless I have something Dang. else going on, like a TV on, you know, music playing, something else, like yeah. some other kind of noise. To dis- And it doesn't stop the noise. I don't want people to think, like, when you have this that it stops when you when you listen to stuff what it does is it distracts your brain from thinking about that so you're not concentrating on that noise you're concentrating on the other noise now that you hear yeah that's a good louder that's a good explanation because i was thinking you know how like speakers sometimes will get a little interference and you can hear kind of a yeah but if you listen to something it will go over it and you won't Mm -hmm. notice it anymore it's interesting that you can still hear it it's just now you're not fixated on it as much if i force myself to like hear like if i'm hearing something else and that noise i can make myself shift so i can hear that but just having other noise on the background helps So like the days i go into the office have been really bad because the office generally is pretty quiet quiet yeah so if i have that it's really annoying to me i have to put in earbuds which 
isn't comfortable when you have tinnitus as it is like to have earbuds in because it's like close like the big can headphones are better um because you know now you have something in your ear while you're hearing that noise it's just extra irritation but it's the only thing i can do to kind of escape the the fact that like god my office has like sound dampening like it's it's like pitch pitch silent when nobody's there like i can imagine when you go to the office it's gotta be weird when you go late at night no one's there um it's just it's super quiet so like i got that annoying thing going on so it's been it's been on and off for the past i don't know how long it's been going on i've noticed it the last probably two two and a half weeks and it's been dealing with that on and off like some days are better than others today i was fine all day up until about like two hours ago i think it's started when i went to my daughter's school um, but yeah, it's just a weird thing. Like all you can do to basically give yourself any sort of relief is have something else going on so that your attention is not drawn to that noise till it goes away. But yeah, it sucks. Have you ever, have you tried, is it just one ear or both? Or is I, that hard to tell? It's kind of hard to tell because when you hear it, it the way to describe it is like, you're not really hearing it. It's almost like the sound sound is coming from inside your head. So it's like, uh, so it's not locational almost. Yes. It's more of a sensation that it is. I'm actually hearing something because the okay. noise isn't there. Interesting. Mine's completely different. Mine's probably more common. That sounds less yeah. common. Mine is the kind where probably most people get where you'll just be sitting there and all of a sudden you'll just hear, cause like mine's high pitched. It reminds yeah. me of, um, you know, in video games, when a grenade goes off by mm-hmm. you and it makes that high pitched noise. Yep. Yeah. It's kind of like that. And it'll last for about, 10 seconds and then go away like i get that occasionally i get that occasionally i know exactly what you're talking about that louder high pitch noise this is different yeah that's it it feels different inside my head yeah so i don't know if it's from when i got the concussion maybe or it's just a random thing that just happened i don't know but yeah yeah it's amazing how when you get old it's like this is happening to me now and i don't know if it's ever like is this the first time was i too young to care before like (laughs) this is just the thing that happens now and it's at the point too that like my wife if i said this like 10 years ago my wife would be like oh stop you're such a hypochondriac but at this point now when i say stuff she's like i believe you like because just the stuff that's been happening to me like yeah ah that sucks so what do you have you gone to the doctor for it no i have an appointment coming up i think but i don't think you can do anything i think what i have to do is just go to like an ear specialist which i probably should do anyway because i think some of my hearing is going i've noticed that like one here here is better than the other so not to the point that i need like hearing aids but i probably should have it checked out so i can prepare for that stage because i probably will get to that point at some point in my life apparently but yeah yeah you got to keep what you got yeah you can't you can't bring it back but you can definitely yeah keep it from you know, getting worse, getting worse, degrading sure, more. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm driving around. If I'm by myself, I drive around with my music almost fully blasted. Mm-hmm. So that's yep. probably, you and know, I did that ear- for years. So yeah. Concerts earbuds, and stuff like that. All that stuff. So yeah. Yeah. Headphones blasting, you take them off and everything's quieter. Yeah. That yeah. sucks, man. Yeah. Ugh. Well, hopefully it gets better. Yeah. Maybe it's one of those things that just comes and goes and you have no explanation for it. Yeah, as long as I can manage it, I can I can tolerate. Yeah. Just cup your hand next to your ear like this, and then go whap against your ear. <laughs> the and noise out here will be way louder. <laughs> then yeah, I win. Exactly. It's and like then you'll pinata. never hear anything again. <laughs> Candy will fall out of my ears. <laughs> it's amazing that how thin the membrane in your ear is, and how easily it could be damaged. Yeah. And yet, rarely does get damaged unless you know. You unless you're shooting guns off next to your head or something, <laughs> shoving your your uh, Q-tips in too far. Oh God, yeah, that scares me all the time because it feels <laughs> so good, and you're like, oh, I'm cleaning out so much ear gunk, but then at the same time, you're like, 
if I sneeze or if somebody like bumps into me <laughs> playing a dangerous game. Pull it out. Why is it red? Oh God. <laughs> it's gushing. Um I sent my dog to jail, man. Speaking of gushing. It was time. <laughs> um, is he over there in the cage right now? He's not in the cage, but oh, okay. uh, that would be really not funny. He's in the cage. He just, yeah, despite all his rage. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, no, he's, I still let him out for an hour and then he goes <laughs> back in. No. Um, so this all, okay. So I, I guess I, I have to, uh, start at the beginning. Um, we've, we had our dog in our room for the longest time and mm-hmm. we've gone through different phases of like, I started with the kennel. And then that's loud as hell because it's plastic and metal. And every time he moves, it's just loud. And I'm a light sleeper. I'm a, I'm super light sleeper. And so I know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, you do. We can't even spoon anymore because it wakes me up. Um, and so like after a while and he's just, he licks himself constantly and it all, I, that's another thing I learned when I had a dog was like, it never bothered me with people because people don't lick themselves generally, but like even mouth noises, like eating and stuff never yeah. really bothered me too much. But dude, he like the sound of a dog licking, yes. just getting up in there and yep. it's not just like a, it's a, yep. it's a slapping noise. And then just, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's I've had cats and I'm used it. to it. I'm used to it because I've had cats for years, but they don't make noise. It's like, yeah, but when I got the dog, I'm like, oh my God, you're gross. Like just to hear your dog, I'm like, you're disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. And they always do it when it's quiet or they have to be right next to you. And, and they leave a big like, drool gosh. spot because their tongues aren't like cats. So it doesn't retain the water. Like, yeah. Oh, just watch your dog drink water. And oh, then God, when they're awful. done, they lift. It just looks like, did any get in your stomach? No wonder why you need a whole bucket of water. Cause you can only drink like a quarter of it that actually yeah. gets into you. This is straw, you know, man. Did you know that they're not even li- like they have to hit the surface of the water and then, like, basically gulp the water that comes up into their mouth. That's why they're so messy. They can't, like, lick the water up into their mouth. They have yeah. to hit it and then, like, chomp it. It's ridiculous. Um, they're messy. Messy as hell. But anyways, mm-hmm. all that to say, we've had him in our room for basically since we've had him. He's never slept on our bed with us because he's too big. Um, but I was just like, I can't do this anymore. It it, it causes me anxiety because I'm yeah. just sitting there waiting for him to move again <laughs> and wake me up. And I, and you know, when you're, you're at your worst in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. I, I would say that to about just about anybody. If you're tired and you get woken up, you can be as, you could be as grumpy, uh, as you could be outside of your normal life. I feel like like a completely different person. So I was like, okay, this isn't really fair. Let's try putting him in the kennel. So we have a kennel that we usually use. I mean, he rarely goes in there yeah. because I'm home all the time. Right. And even when I'm not home, somebody else usually is, we don't really go anywhere as a family right now. Um, and so we had one, but it had this door, like it was all plastic. And then it had like a metal door with two, uh, knobs on it to open it up. Basically mm-hmm. you could open it from the left or the right. And it's like that typical wire, uh, mesh that they make most yeah. of these kennels out of. Well, he's so anxiety ridden from being separated that he starts slobbering all over the place. <laughs> and since the bottom of it is a plastic tray, basically that slobber would just cool. like 
pool up. Yep. And he, it got to the point where I'm not sure how he did this, but he, he almost drowned. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Um, it, he, he corroded the door, oh like my the God. metal on it. It rusted. Holy shit. And so like between him pushing on it and, and trying to get out and everything, because it gives enough that I think he thought he could get out. Yeah. Like he's like, if I push on this enough, I'm sure it'll break. And then when it does, it just reinforces that behavior even yep. more. Yep. And so I posted a picture on uh, Discord and I was like, look how bad this has gotten. The door was bare. Like there were parts where there weren't any, me- wasn't any metal. And so I started to get worried that he would like put his head through the door and then yeah. get stuck like that. Yeah. Um, too big for him to get out, thankfully. But I'm zip tying the door closed and everything. And it, it's just a whole thing. Uh, thank goodness, like. Our, our money situation, I don't know how much I've talked about it here, but and I'm not trying to brag or anything, but our money situation has improved greatly, probably to the point where it should have been for quite some time. Mm-hmm. This is all thanks to my wife. She left her job, got a different one in a different um, district in there, paying her what she deserves. She has her master's degree, for God's sake. Yeah. Um, and so we're kind of at a point where we felt pretty comfortable. So I was like, we got to get this dog a new kennel. And so I had seen like high anxiety kennels somewhere, or maybe I like Googled it or something, but they make kennels where instead of the wire, there are metal bars that are like square so that they can't just push against it. It doesn't flex. It it really looks like a prison. I mean, for all intents and purposes, porpoises. And so uh, that's why I call it the dog jail because it straight up looks like <laughs> dog jail but i will say this for once i put him in there i kind of eased him into it as best as i could i was like all right i'll put him in there for like i think 10 or 15 minutes while i went and got my son off the bus mm-hmm. to get him like this is your new place where you hang out when when we're not around um he freaked out a little bit but not too bad and uh like he was testing, there's like a little gap because the top is kind of rounded and then yeah. there's the the top part right there. So he was like sticking his nose through there, like just trying to figure out, can I get out of here? Um, and after he realized like this thing doesn't budge, he just laid down and I don't know how much he relaxed, but yeah, yeah. you know, he wasn't trying to escape. I That's set up good. a baby monitor um, and pointed <laughs> it at him while we were gone and stuff. And so I watch him. I still have it there just to make sure, like, he, if he does do something to get out, I want to know how, like, if he somehow got the door open. Yeah. Um, but so far, it's been good. Like, he doesn't try. He doesn't whine or anything. And, and it's worked out, um, which is good because then I can sleep a little bit better knowing that he's not down there, you know, trying to break out and hurting himself yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So um, the biggest thing is, like, what's the what's the longevity of, of this kennel. So okay. that remains to be seen, but it has a slotted floor. So his drool has <laughs> pulled up or anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and it's weird because it's a little bit bigger than his old kennel, but I remember they were like, don't give them room to squat or anything or lift their leg. Cause yeah, they will yeah. pee in there. Um, so it's a little bit bigger than his old one, but he actually has enough room. I think where he doesn't just sit in one spot and just drool there. So mm, I think that okay. helps too. Yeah. Uh, Cause he doesn't come out of it wet anymore. Like he used to That's with the good. other one. You gotta Where's get him one of those little prison, the little prisoner uh, Halloween costumes for dogs. Now <laughs> you got a good shot Dude, of him in the prison. 
I would, but when he's in, well, yeah, maybe if I'm there, I was going to say, I left, um, I put, I tried to put his bed in there because the bars were kind of like, ah, that seems a little uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hated it. He just like, I think his mind thought, oh, I can dig under this. Cause he spent like 30 minutes just trying to dig it out <laughs> of the way, like his yeah. bed. And so I was like, well, I'm not putting anything in here anymore yeah. because you can't, we can't have anything nice. Um, <laughs> So yeah, he straight up no no amenities, anemonemonies, nothing. See anemonies. You're, you're just in there. See anemonies, no frenemies. Uh, yeah, it's it's going well, but I do feel bad. Like, uh, it makes me slightly uncomfortable. That's why I joke about it because you know about dog jail. I hate having to do it. But, yeah. Um, there's I've talked at length about this dog and his anxiety problems mm-hmm. and stuff. Uh, if if we got him as a puppy, things would probably be different. But this is where we're at now. And I mean, I even Googled, like, is it fair to put your dog in a kennel at night? But a normal dog would see it as their space and be like, all right, this is my little cave or yeah, whatever yeah. And, and chill. And since he's not freaking out the whole time, I feel better about it. But part of me before I ordered it, I was like, should I even be doing this? But a lot of a lot should of I, articles. Should I be ordering myself one? Should <laughs> yeah, I be sleeping and, in here and he sits in my bed? And he, <laughs> um, they were like, "Well, you know, you deserve space too, and everyone deserves a good night's sleep." And so, like, it's it's helped. I I can't go back, unfortunately, for him. So, uh, this is where we're at, and hopefully, this is the permanent solution. So, it's good. It's good, man. Feels good. You want it? You want to hear some... cheap? No, I can't imagine. <laughs> I mean, it was cheap because it came from China, but it wasn't cheap because, you know, they're so like, wait, we can so definitely. Wait. You feel bad about putting your dog in there, but you don't feel bad about those poor Chinese kids who probably manufactured that thing. Let's be honest. A robot probably put this thing together. That's true. A child robot. Child robot. Yeah. The child programmed the robot and does the Q- <laughs> Q- QC controller. You want to hear some bullshit, Lucas? Uh, always. So when you were in school. Did you recall hearing about the Salem witch trials and like history? Yeah, we, we watched them. We watched a movie about it and all that other stuff. Yeah. We talked about it. Okay. I think it was about seventh grade. Something like it that. Sounds like probably the crucible. Is that something? Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. So we decided to take our family kind of an impromptu trip to Salem this past weekend, uh, for my, uh, now 16 year old son, uh, for like a sweet 16 if you will like we're like hey we'll go to Salem he likes all that kind of stuff so like oh we'll go we'll learn all about it you know do, do the tours okay. hit up the museum stuff like that now it's not that far away it's like an hour and a half away but we got a hotel out there because we knew we'd be there for two days with the amount of stuff there is to do out there we still didn't do everything that's there to do um, you didn't so, ride the roller coaster <laughs> no we didn't do the roller coaster we didn't do small world yet and I believe there was a water park we didn't hit up um but Salem is, it's a very interesting place, um, obviously, with its history there. But it's really embraced the whole witch thing uh, in the last couple decades, really. Because before they used to try and hide that fact, because that's a, you know, one of those points in history we don't want to go back and, like, brag about, you know. It's pretty tragic. I right, mean. Right. So it, it's very commercialized. There's witch everything. There's tons of shops. The downtown area is actually relatively small. It's probably like a two by two mile area so like it's actually very walkable you just get a place to park and you can spend the whole day walking around everywhere so it was was good Um, i'm walking over here 
I'm walking here. What are you doing? I gotta get to donkeys. <laughs> um, which there was there's only one Dunkin' Donuts in that area. I was, I was very distraught. Um, but so we we did like the museums and stuff like that. We did um the Salem uh, Witch Dungeon, which was a recreation of um one of the court trials. They had they actually used like the the transcripts from the court trials to recreate one of the actual witch trials. And then we got to then tour the basement of this building, which was fully done to the exact specifications that the cells were, that people were locked up when they were accused of, of witchcraft. Oh, damn. So, and you got to see kind of the cultural divide too, where it was like, if you were poor and didn't have anything, you got like a super tiny cell, kind of similar to what you're talking about with, with, with Cody there. Like you didn't have room to actually sit down or bend over like you'd literally have to like lean and sleep like half standing up against the wall because they were like that small okay. yeah it was actually like a horrible. new york apartment yes exactly that they charge you you know fifteen hundred dollars a month for um yeah yeah and we got to see like the, you know if you were richer you did get beds and like some but there might be seven people in there with you there was children all this kind of stuff absolutely horrible like it flooded when it rained so like they were then standing in their own waste because of chamber pots and stuff back then and you know some people didn't even get chamber pots so that's a whole other thing um, it was absolutely horrible. So like we, we saw that stuff. We, we hit up all the shops and, and did all that kind of stuff. But at the end of the first day, uh, my wife had booked a, a walking tour. They have tons of those out in Salem. So you got like your haunted walking tours, you got your ghost tours, you got your witch tours, all this kind of stuff. But my wife did her homework and she looked specifically for like who was the best one to talk about the witch trials and who really knew the history. And this one guy came like stellar reviews. Okay. So I think it was cool. pretty, I think it was pretty expensive. It was like over a hundred bucks for the five of us. Um, and for there was the like, tour? for the tour, yeah. Um, okay. he, it was stated there, it goes for one to two hours. Uh, most of the tours like cap at an hour top. So like this was already like a little bit longer. Um, you know, we, we had maybe 20 people there. But it was uh, eight o'clock at night. So it was already dark, which is, you know, adds to the ambiance stuff there. But he also oh, travels yeah. with a off-duty firefighter who acts as security in there in case of an emergency if something were ever happened. So like that was an extra layer of like, well, this guy's legit. Like he comes, you know, prepared. <laughs> You know, like the fi- something could happen. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't so much that. And he even specified that, like before we said, he goes, I, I don't have security because it's Salem's unsafe. He goes, but what this guy's going to do is you're really not even going to notice he's here. He's going to lean to the back, make sure the entire group moves together as one. And we don't lose somebody like somebody doesn't get sidetracked or go away. He, does, he only moves okay. when everyone else goes. Or if you need to leave early from the tour for whatever reason, you don't want to do whatever. Just let him know so he can I wonder if let you must out, be had things happen before where he's like, ah, I should probably have someone with me for these probably. purposes. Exactly. So I don't think it wasn't anything. It's it's a very, very safe area. I mean, people walk in there all the time. No worries there at all. Um, and just to know that he was a firefighter with EMT training, all that kind of stuff. It's like, well, that's, that's nice, you know, to have there, you know, um, this guy, Lucas told us so much stuff in two hours. It was incredible. He, he had more knowledge than any of the museums, any of the other tours and stuff you saw going on. And he had a realist approach. He wasn't one that was going to had all the gimmicks. We saw all the tours walking around. So he didn't have yeah. the gimmicks of like, I'm going to try and scare you. Or we went to this place. And this is where Mary did these horrible things. All these children disappeared. He didn't do that stuff. He was a 40 plus year historian, uh, master's degrees and everything, grew up in Salem. So, like, he knows everything there is to know. And this is where the bullshit comes in. I'll, I'll try and go quick since so we're going long here just in the IRL. But I thought this was interesting because I never knew this. Number one, we didn't burn anybody at the stake. That, that never happened in America for which. Are you serious? Yeah. I was always led to believe that witches were burned at the stake. That did not happen in the United States. Are you telling me that a movie, a Hollywood movie, lied to me about yes. history? Yep. 
happened in Europe, happened really, in Germany, all that stuff happened across the, the Europe, all over the place. But in the I US, never they never did that. It. Yeah. Wow. They, they only hung people. Wow. They never, we, we didn't burn because we were more civilized, well, we are, as he said. <laughs> well, I was going to say, we are very good at hanging people. Yeah. We've done it for a very long time, yeah. unfortunately. What he said was the philosophy behind that was not, uh, it was to kill quicker. Burning at the stake takes longer, plus you end up with naked bodies in the street. And because of they True. were crude here in the U.S., they they hung because it was a more efficient way of doing it. Well, you don't want to give a witch time to curse you as they're dying. That's just stupid. Right. Why would you do that? Right. So the other BS is how this whole thing started. So I was always led to believe that, you know, people didn't have an explanation for bad things that happened. So they started blaming people of witchcraft. And there was always like these kooky people who acted weird and, you know, they're a witch. or they're the one who did it. And that's how this whole thing started. Yeah, yeah, they'd always believe in, you know, the weird... That's why we have, like, tales of vampires or yes. zombies or whatever, because of their superstitions. Exactly. That's false. So the Salem Witch Trials okay. started by the fact that there was a group of teenage girls. Okay, leave it to teenage girls first off to start this whole mess. That were being teenage girls. They were having fun, they were being kids, they were acting goofy. But in those days, like, you didn't do that stuff. You didn't play, you didn't run around, bark like a dog, chase people around, like, you didn't do that. You had this weird type of behavior. So when they were getting scolded for that type of behavior in public, they, instead of taking that, oh, yeah, I shouldn't do that, they decided to point at something and say, well, I was being controlled by Miss Johnson. Ah. Wait, what? What? Yeah, she was controlling me. She did this. She did this to me, and I, I you know, I hear voices in my head, and I can't, I can't stop them, and that's why I do these weird things. So the town goes nuts, right? So... They, lock, they, they grab the person. You get locked up right away. You end up in those witch dungeons I talk about right away if you're accused of witchcraft. Guilty until proven guilty. Exactly. 100%. So what would happen is they, they grab somebody down. They, they ask them, you know, are you a witch? Do you plead you know, guilty, not guilty? Regardless of your plea, you still go to trial. And because <laughs> right. there's no evidence, how do, you, how do you prove this, right? It's just people saying yeah. they, that, oh, this person was doing these weird things and blah, blah, blah. It's hearsay, as we say. Exactly. So they created what was called spectral evidence, meaning it's something that nobody could see but these girls. Oh, my God. Okay. So then people were sentenced to witchcraft. And this kept going because the girls couldn't stop, right? So they accused this one person who came from out of town who was accused of witchcraft somewhere else and stuff like that. And it just kind of led on to this whole big cult thing. And that's led to the 20 people being killed in the span of two months. That's what the whole witch trials were. But there were a lot more people that were locked up. But it, but what happened was, is once those first couple of cases kind of went through and the girls clearly went along with it, the, the judges and the sheriffs slowly realized the power that they had in their hands. So if you were accused of witchcraft and you pled guilty, not guilty, whatever the case is, they would immediately seize all of your assets. Mm. And they charged you for being in those dungeons. You were charged for your room. Of course. You were charged for the iron chains. You were you were bolted to the wall. You were charged for your chamber pot, all of your food, anything they charged you for. And then if you were accused of being a witch, they took all your property then at that point, like your homes, your, your, your livestock, anything you had. So this kept going, and these people were getting extremely wealthy. It was basically like, oh, if I want this land, let's have this person accused of witchcraft we'll just take it from them yeah that's where this whole thing started and it didn't stop until the governor uh, while this was happening the governor was away he was i think he was back in england i think he's what he said but either way he was out of the area on, on business and he got word because somebody sent a message for him because his wife was accused of witchcraft <laughs> so he immediately comes back and goes what 
and he he released everybody out of the prisons and like it immediately came to a stop that nobody was accused of that kind of stuff or put to death because of that stuff before so there were a few people that were lucky because uh, they also wouldn't kill you if you were pregnant until the baby was born so there were a couple people that were pregnant uh. inside the jail that got to live because they wouldn't kill an un, a, a pure soul um so there are a couple people that lived because of that but yeah it, tur- it turns out the wholesale and witch trial things was a whole big money-making scheme for Hopes. judges and sheriffs at that time it's wow. crazy yeah there was one guy who was 75 years old who was a successful lumberjack who had tons of land in that area because if, basically if you were getting wood for anything you got it from him and basically all of new england this happened they I wanted his, they were getting his wood well yeah, oh yeah so <laughs> they wanted his land so bad they accused him right he was smarter than though he, he first off he was in immaculate shape so he said like 75 years old but this man was was a lumberjack he was ridiculous you know yeah and he was still doing it he wasn't like retiring like that so they locked him up when he got locked up he was smart enough to then deed all of his property to his sons so the sheriff and the judge couldn't take it while he was still alive like you can't take it until they're killed for being witchcraft or whatever like that he also right. refused to plea so if he didn't mm. plea you don't go to trial you only go to trial if you plea one way or another so he, he kept refusing to. So they were torturing this guy now. Oh, and it eventually God. got to months and months pass by. They decided to take him out to a field. They dug a ditch, put him in the ditch, put a big piece of wood across his chest. You know, they beat him, put him on the ground. And they, they asked him again, what do you plea? And he, he wouldn't plea. They put a, a large boulder on him. <laughs> and every hour they'd ask him, what do you plea? What do you plea? This went on for eight hours a day for three days, Lucas. Oh, my God. Before he got to the point that the, the sheriff was like losing his mind, he goes, what do you plea? Make your plea. And he looked at him and said, more weight. This dude's a badass. The sheriff jumped on onto him, got ordered another bullet and then jumped onto it, killing the guy. Ah. Oh. So because he was murdered, not went to trial. Yeah. The, the, the land and the will immediately went to the sons. So the sheriff could not seize that land as part of his whole gimmick. So that made him more pissed off too, because he he Hell this yeah. man died in the witch trials, but he didn't die for any reason really, like because they didn't get the land, they got nothing from this guy. He gave him a big middle finger and said, "Yep, sit on it." Yep. So I just thought wow. that was shocking that you hear all this stuff is like, and none of it is what I I thought it was. No, I knew nothing of yep. any of that, other than I knew I assumed that the like the whole girls being part of it, yeah. was true, yeah. or at least had some truth to right. it. Wow. Yeah. How did we even survive as a country? I have no idea. Like that? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, that was a crazy, you know, and then we still weren't even like the U S that time we were still under England. So like the Kings, like, the, like I guess this was going on in Europe too. Um, we just yeah. had the history of like the most killings for it in one concentrated area, one short period of time. Um, but yeah, just complete insanity. But I thought it was super interesting. That's it was a great crazy. tour. It was totally worth yeah. the money. We had, we had a blast, but I was just like, wow, man, this guy like rocked everything. I thought I knew about Salem witch trials. Well, okay. you know why, right? It's because he's a witch. So at the end of the tour, he revealed that he was. And you joined his coven, didn't no, you? No, uh, oh. no. He, he did say, you know, he sat us down after doing the, like the whole tour. And we saw like, oh, like I said, we went in two hours. All these other tours came by us and they were doing like really goofy stuff. And at the end, you know, he said, you know, all this turns out is the lead is like people need to be more understanding of each other because this was clearly started by just some girls doing being kids. You know, it ended up yeah. being a horrible thing. He's like, this, that is like, and then, you know, they put a stop to it and this, that, and we left. It's funny because King, I think it's a King George at the time uh, and the governor, you know, when the governor came back, was like, you can't kill people. It's like, we literally left England for freedom of religion. 
and you were potentially killing people for practicing a different religion. Yeah. Yep. So he's like, this is insane. You're doing the exact same thing that we didn't want to have happen, blah, blah, blah. But the guy went off his whole thing. He's like, and that's why I try and do. He's like, I try and just layer the truth. He's like, yeah, there are bad people. Yeah, short things happen. He's like, but largely this is a huge thing. And he's like, oh, and by the way, he's like, the reason I know all this stuff and the reason I think is like, I am a witch. You know, he's Wiccan, whatever it is. They, you know, they, they're uh, oh, okay, okay. They, he's I not an actual like witch. No, no, he wasn't. No, 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 no. He I just meant the craft. No, no, no. Type no. of witch. No. No, he just happens to be Wiccan. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I haven't yeah. heard, man, I haven't heard about anyone being Wiccan since I left high school, to be well, honest with you. Go to just Salem, Massachusetts, was, there's a lot of them, but yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but he, but I mean, he looked like a, a semi-normal dude. It wasn't like he was like goth and, and this, like he was just a normal guy. That's he had what long, I was going to say. Yeah. It was high school Wiccan. Not, yeah, yeah. I mean, he had longer hair, but I mean, that's, it's whatever. He was like of hippie-ish age anyway. So like that didn't seem off to me. Like he had a ponytail, you know, like that kind of thing. Um, yeah. But I mean, he wasn't like, and like I said, the fact that he was not, doing it to be creepy, which a lot of other people were doing. Like, he was like, no, I'm just teaching the history. Like, this is how it was. But yeah, it was really cool. Nice. That's, that sounds pretty cool, actually. Yeah. Sounds like you guys had a good time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a blast. Sweet. Expensive, but a blast. Well, hey, what isn't expensive? It's I mean, true. honestly. You want to talk about some stuff? Video I, games? I, movies? I said we we shows. talked about stuff, didn't we? Yeah, oh, yeah. So that's the but, show, right? I mean... We're done. I figured we'd talk about stuff people actually wanted to hear. Oh. Not just you and me bullshitting. Oh, I mean, yeah, I guess so. We can do that. Listen, we got 10 minutes. Go. All right, let's go. (laughs) Insert Uh, sound clip here. What if I... Oh, God. (laughs) Uh, We can can talk for two hours, but I'll speed it up. So for all of you that listen on two times speed anyways you're about slow to hear this on 16 be- times speed <laughs> yeah slow it down exactly um you know i do that on youtube videos sometimes actually like especially for things where people like take something and then they like make it new again it's already oh, yeah, sped yeah. up but I, yeah. I usually speed it up to times two and it just looks ridiculous at that i just point. want to see and the I'm end results <laughs> i don't care about yeah, exactly. your work i'm like what am i what am i doing with my life uh speaking of which something that made me question what am i doing with my life played saints row oh the 2022 (laughs) reboot i know i know there's something okay so i'm just gonna get into it i won't spoil it for anybody from a story perspective although nobody's playing this game from a story (laughs) perspective at all well i haven't started Um, yet so don't spoil it yes okay well uh i will say this i mean i i knew the controversy uh was starting to surround it before i knew if i was going to pre-order it mm-hmm. or not because i had it pre-ordered because i do like saints row a lot yeah. uh it falls in it's just the type of game i like i like games where you get to drive things and shoot things uh sometimes both at the same time america not in this game though because good god the controls <laughs> for that in particular like i thought we had that figured out by now but it was not good. Um, I didn't know if I was going to pre-order it after I talked to you a little bit and you had shared some stuff and I was like, boy, I don't know. This looks not good. And then I decided, you know what? It's, it'll be fine. It can't be, it's an existing franchise. It can't be so bad that it's like broken, broken. Um, I figured at the very least the formula of the game would carry me through and it pretty much did. I think that's really the only reason why I beat the game at all. Um, because it would, I would find myself wanting to play the game, even though 
it's no di- I mean, really, it's kind of like the first or second game where mm-hmm. you just have a map full of stuff to do. Um, and to a certain extent, the third game as well. But, you know, things were getting more and more fantastical yeah, yeah. by Saints Row 3. And this kind of brought it more back to, mm. uh, I would say, more of Saints Row 1. But then they took kind of like the group of friends yeah. aspect from Saints Row 2 uh, from the story perspective. And so, like, my first impressions of the game were, you know, the game looks good from, like, a lighting perspective the amount of light at like atmosphere that comes from driving around because you're in a a sort of californian slash nevada mm. new mexico somewhere i'm not sure where exactly it's supposed to be but like a deserty arizona-esque sure. area so you have a lot of like sand in the air and stuff well at night like when you're looking at taillights and stuff there's like that dust in the air and you can see it and it kind of gives that um sense of I don't know sometimes like when you see at like atmosphere in a game like the actual atmosphere it seems thin because you know there's no fog or there's Mm no wind or garbage flying around or whatever um you know this looks like a real place uh it the lighting looks good the textures look pretty good what doesn't look good though are the characters themselves they have this weird like I called it this weird sim ass looking thing about them because they like they kind of remind me of um, when they redid uh, um, um, Grand Theft Auto, like mm-hmm. the the three four and well three Vice City and San Andreas, yeah. and instead of making new character models, they just kind of combine the old ones and I don't know, re-res them or something. They, I don't know. They just look too plasticky and weird. It's not super distracting, but it, it doesn't look as good as it probably should or could. Um, you know, you still have all your customization options, although it doesn't get as weird as in other installments. And I also had a hard time finding clothes for my character that didn't make me feel like a douchebag. (laughs) um i don't know like i was just i don't go too goofy with this stuff um you know i'm not running around in a t-rex costume or anything i tend to just wear whatever but i couldn't find anything that i liked so a lot of the creation options didn't really do anything for me i kind of stuck with like okay this is the best i'm gonna get and then just like left it there yeah um but i mean it, it it's about as what you would expect from from a saints row game um i did see in in a lot of articles saints row is getting praised for its customization options uh especially from like the lgbtq uh aspect and so and i will say like it's a good medium it's like we're not going to make you choose pronouns but we're also not going to specifically like lock you into male female it's just i've noticed a lot of them go into like a body type or um masculinity slider or whatever um and that's kind of like what you got here which you know is good yeah Uh, the way i the way i look at it you know i'm i'm just a normal guy looking to play a normal dude but it doesn't bother me to have more options right you know so all, the, all they really do, do is just take the filters off. So it's not like here are the female options, here's the male options, here's all the options. Like it's really, it's actually easier if they didn't have to do it, you know? Like, yeah, I mean, it's basically like 
they took the two options and instead of one one or zero or like you know making yeah. one specific binary choice they just added a morphing slider and yeah. so now you can just be anywhere in between there yeah. um and this is gonna sound weird but i actually felt like the fat characters looked halfway decent uh because oh, wow. i always find the larger characters to be kind of weird looking yes they usually yep. just look like inflated normal characters yep. and i will say that they weren't particularly like like wow this looks like a fat person but um i would say it was closer than most games you know it was more like fat bastard and less just um who is the less baymax less baymax um my problems though like my biggest problem really overall is the story wasn't epic enough mm. they kind of there's there's aspects of it that get good but not soon enough and not not overall connected wise to like make it feel like a good flowing story. It's just kind of like a bunch of things that happen mm. that are loosely connected. And so like, I never really felt the rise to power happening. It just kind of was telling me that that was happening. If that makes sense. I never yeah. really felt that much more powerful or like I had like one thing that bugged me. You can't buy a car in this game, or at least if you can, I haven't figured out how, huh? So you get all this money and you can go and buy guns and you can yeah. buy um, clothes. And stuff you can right buy so. clothes and stuff, but you can't buy cars. And so there's not really these large ticket items to buy uh, like they have in Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of weird. Um, and then the AI, the AI in this game is awful. I swear it hasn't. It's the exact same AI that they've used. They, they just run at you and you, you mow them down. <laughs> Yeah. It's like samurai, uh, samurai warriors, or what is what is dynasty is warriors? Samurai warriors? Dynasty, dynasty warriors. warriors, yeah, 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 but with guns. <laughs> yeah. Um, but and what bugs me too, it it has a weird. The gunplay doesn't feel good, and I think what I nailed it, uh, what I finally like pinned it on after playing some other games, it takes too much too many bullets to kill anybody. Yeah. So like, I'll have a gun that has like thirty. Uh, bullets in it and i feel like i'm just constantly reloading without killing anyone that sucks i don't expect like counter-strike levels but you know some of them are bullet sponges and i just feel like i i'm not doing enough damage or something because it's just it's like this person should be dead already why am i reloading three times to kill one person right um just didn't feel good the combat just was kind of disappointing in general uh for me overall it's just a pretty middling game like a somewhere between a six and a seven out of ten mm. probably closer to six very disappointing I, I was looking forward to it and you know there's some parts that are kind of funny but overall just i don't know it's like somebody described saints row to somebody else <laughs> and then they decided they would try to make it I, so I just know. play the three remastered instead right <laughs> yeah yeah pretty much i mean uh... Uh, oh, and the map, the town itself, I yeah. was glad to see was actually like had character to it, but there's not really a lot going on. Oh. Like another game I'm going to talk about later, like they have things happening in the map and it makes it feel alive. This is just like cars driving around. So yeah. I don't know. You still Lame. planning on playing it? Uh, yeah, I actually think I might be gearing up to start it tomorrow, possibly. Um, but yeah, if you only play it for the story it probably wouldn't take you very long. 
Like yeah. I, I thought I had more to do and I spent a lot of time doing side missions, but again, it's like, why am I doing them? Mm. I'm not unlocking them for any real reason. So disappointing. Why, why'd they break it? Like they had a formula. They just had to tone down the craziness a little bit. Like, yeah, I would, I liked playing the first one better than the re this remake. Ugh. And I know a lot of people hate the first one. I didn't compared like the to first the rest. two. Yeah. Ugh. Speaking of things people hate, how about some Disney stuff? <laughs> yeah, it does feel cool to hate Disney these mm-hmm. days. So Dreamlight Valley dropped for anybody that doesn't know, and it was uh, it was on Game Pass. Um, but you could also buy, um, there was like early access packs that like to play the game now, because uh, the game will be free to play for those who don't know. So you don't need to buy it if you don't have oh. any interest in, in jumping in right now. Um, it will be free to play when it first launches. This is just early access on Game Pass, and then you can purchase early access packs for 30 50 and 70 I think. And in each difference, the only things you get is like more um, more of the premium currency that's in the game um, and more like outfits and accessories and stuff like that to start things off with. So it's not anything you have okay. to do by any means, but, it, but it's there. Um, so naturally, being a Disney game that's similar to like an Animal Crossing kind of thing, my wife instantly, I knew she was going to want to play it. So um, I, I made sure I got it. And I, I, I did what josh probably should have done um is i play i play it personally on xbox and game pass because i don't have a series x i just have the the series s and i i Mm -hmm. purchased the starter pack from my wife on playstation let her play it on there so we're both able to play not having to worry about uh, interfering nice but i will say so there are some technical glitches and i have to keep telling myself well this is an early access game like they've already stated that like this is going to change and i've had to kind of Tell my wife about that because she's getting a little frustrated with certain things that would come up. But they've they've released, I think, two patches already. There's a roadmap of two more updates coming uh, just in the fall alone for more content. So it's like there's they clearly have a plan um, and the game keeps getting wow. better. But basically it's Animal Crossing. Um, like you 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 wake up in this town, um, you know, Mickey's there. Scrooge McDuck is there. And um, you're basically trying to get rid of um the, the, the darkness that's taken over the land like there's these vines and you're you somehow have these magical powers that are able to clear it and as you do it you get more characters to move into town you can travel to other words worlds and convince them to come back but basically everybody in the disney universe lost their memories because of this the, the forgottening they call it um so you have to help rebuild their memories and get them to move back to town and you build this town that you want out of the disney characters um and you just go on all these different story-based missions collecting things and uh, running tasks and errands and growing crops and all that kind of stuff that it's uh dude it's growing crops is is hot these days man it is that that nintendo direct man i'll tell you oh, um cultivate cultivate it's 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 pretty good though in, in in um disney because you can at least um bulk plant bulk water and bulk harvest things so it's like it doesn't take nice as long um so there are ways to do it but yeah like scrooge is tom nook basically uh, he runs all the businesses in town. You have to purchase new houses and stuff for him. He has the store that you buy stuff from. Um, uh, and stuff meaning um, like clothing and accessories for your house. Um, any yeah. any um, like food-based items like crops and seeds, you purchase those from Goofy. Um, I don't know. He's a farmer, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but it's I'll tell you, it's pretty darn good. It, it It's definitely held my attention longer than Animal Crossing. Uh, my wife has maximized everything she can possibly do until there's more updates already. Um, but she oh, played. Wow. She played a lot. She got hooked in hardcore, dude. Um, so nice. And she still hops in to, to keep earning money and keep playing until stuff comes out. 
Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a really good product. I'll tell you, graphically, it looks pretty good. Um, you know, it's like I said, it's a little bit buggy, and I want to see where the roadmap's going, but it seems like they have plans for a lot of stuff coming down the pipeline. So uh, it's pretty cool. So if you're into like if you're into some farm simulator type thing with a little bit of Disney flair, it's totally uh, worth either. I mean, if you have a Game Pass, you'll play it now. But if you don't, and you have PlayStation. It's worth the thirty bucks easily. Um, I've played far yeah. worse games for far more money than that. So I checked it out a little bit. Uh, I was kind of hoping to be able to play it with my kids, yeah. specifically my youngest, because uh, she actually we've hopped back into animal crossing a little Mm -hmm. bit my son especially the dude is like he's at that perfect age i think i tried to play it with him a little too early when it first came out but now he gets it he's played a lot of games games, and so he understands uh he just can't read that's Mm. kind of the only hindrance he has now um but that was speaking of reading that was part of the problem was there seems like there's a lot of setup there at the beginning uh it only to be rivaled so far by Pokemon games with yeah. all the talking. Um, yeah. So uh, I think what I have to do basically is I tried to make it so that they could play. I think mm-hmm. I just need to play myself, get it set up past all that, and then just be like, hey, we can visit with so-and-so. Or yeah. Let's try to go get We're going to go help Kristoff to today. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, exactly. Once you get past it, it does open up. There is still a lot of reading because not everything's like fully voiced. Like they have like little quips that they say, but they don't read everything yeah. to you. So you're going to have that problem. But like, it does hold little kids attention, like seeing all the Disney characters, like mingling, finding like Elsa talking to Ariel and stuff like that. It just kind of blows their mind a little bit. Yeah. Um, the, the visual spectacles. Yep. Well, and then they get to hear me force them listening to my best Im- imitations or impressions of oh, each character. You so. need to live stream that nobody wants to hear that but I, I, my wife was like <laughs> my wife was like do your best scrooge impression and, and that that like made my brain restart or something or freeze because i'm like i can't i can't do it you know that's just such a iconic sound that it's well that actually close. threw me off a little bit because the scrooge sounds like the scrooge from the new ducktales not the old ah, ducktales yeah so i when i heard him talk I'm like what is this and then i realized I'm like oh wait they, they've done more ducktales that's that, right that's the yeah. other kind of voice I'm like oh okay that's a good point. I may be able to pull that one off. Yeah. I didn't actually talk to him, so I don't think I heard. It. But I, I, it's funny because I've watched them all. But yeah, what's David Tennant? Is yeah. that who? Do, I think yeah. that's who does the voice. That might be a little bit more doable. <laughs> yeah. Um, how much? How how many hours would you say that you put in? Um, I probably put in somewhere between 20, 20 25 Probably. I'm I'm nearing. Okay. I I still have stuff to do. I'm not. I'm not done with what's available. Uh, my wife is, but she put in easily 50 to 60 hours already. So, I mean, she's, okay. she's played a lot. And we did the battle pass set up. They have what they, that's not what they called it. It's like dream path, star path dream or something pass. like that. I think it's star yeah. path. Um, we had a, it was all Pixar events. You had to like certain objectives. You had to do like sell 50 garlic, which was a pain because you only get like five garlic at a time. Um, uh, but yeah, there were things there that like took forever to do, but she, she completed all I finished. I finished the star path as well, but I still have tasks left to do. She doesn't. Yeah. I definitely want to check, uh, check the game out a little bit more than I have so far, but, uh, we'll see. We'll see. I'm trying to squeeze in so much stuff lately that it's like, speaking of which, uh, the other game, uh, game I've been playing, which I didn't really expect myself to be playing. Honestly, 
I've been in kind of a rut, and so I've been playing a lot, a little bit of a lot of things just to see what sort of sticks. And for some reason, uh, this game in particular, I've, I've been meaning to get to it for a long time. In fact, I started it with, uh, with um, Josh Abadbone a long time ago. We were going to play multiplayer, which I like doing. It's a lot of fun. The problem is, obviously, scheduling, but yeah. also... Um, it's just harder for me to listen to a story when mm-hmm. I know there's somebody with me. Yep. Um, and so that does suffer a little bit, but far cry five. Yeah. Um, I don't know what drew it to me to this, to like playing it now, other than I just haven't played an FPS in a while, I guess. And, uh, I started it and I just, I kind of wasn't feeling it, but kind of was, but like after I played probably an hour of it, I think I got over my own like Meh, about it and mm. was like in it now. Um, and it's it's easy to see why people really like the game. I mean, there's a lot of story up front and it's immediately uh, kind of arresting as to what's happening. Mm-hmm. And um, it kind of sucks you in with what's going on. Uh, a lot of well, like. I was going to say characters, but really a lot of the villains are yeah. uh, very, you know, great. I want to say relatable, <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're just good villains. There are, that's what they Far Cry have, is known for, the, the amazing villains that they've used. Yeah, they have good motivation and it all makes sense. And like, that's one of the things where I really, uh, as I'm playing through it, I've really come to appreciate is all of the in-lore events, the the stuff that like takes place, but also makes sense within the world that they've created. I don't feel like they were like, I want this thing to happen. I'll make something up. Uh, I want a villain to roll up in a tank. Mm -hmm. How do we make that happen? Yeah. I feel like they were like, all right, let's figure out what a cult like this would look like. And then sort of figure out what we can pull from that to make objectives. Mm -hmm. Because, like, between them, uh, like, the cult running prisoners back and forth from their different, like, detention camps and stuff to, obviously, there's the camps that you have to liberate because it's a Ubisoft game. But um, from, from those things to, like... Uh, just they have like fuel depots and just there's like an infrastructure here that makes sense given the map and what a cult would need and what a cult would want from a um sorry what a cult wants what a cult <laughs> needs it was in there i had to pull it out like a like a tapeworm uh it's just impressive it it really sucks you in because it, it's like um it's like a Dark Souls game. It's just like they don't need to tell you; they just show you. Yeah, and you get it. It's like, yeah, okay, they've they've taken some stuff over. Like here's a town that's been taken over, but no, it's like this entire region. You're driving around and people are being attacked. Like, it's not an empty world with waypoints to go to and then do a thing. Yeah, it's a world that is looks like it's living and breathing, especially with you add in the animals and everything mm-hmm. else that are going on that you are a part of and you're trying to liberate and it, it it's it's it works like it's working for me um and i feel like the stuff they have you do isn't busy work a lot of the time uh you'll get games where it's like well i always think of the assassin's creed feathers um yeah. 
they have um stashes that yeah, you have to find well you don't have to find yeah. yeah that you can get but they give you stuff and so yep. that kind of makes it a little bit easier and they're never hard uh, I've, I haven't found the hardest one to open I found so far was I had to go behind the uh, building and shoot a lock through the window because it was like an electronic yeah, yeah, lock yeah, yeah. Yep. and it opened the door. But even that like made an, an alarm go off that brought more cult people in to attack me. So um, they keep it exciting. Uh the uh the the weapons i was surprised so like they have a shop and you can buy some stuff at the beginning but a lot of it is locked but what i noticed is there's never a point where it's like oh you can't pick up that weapon because you haven't unlocked it yet yeah Uh, a great a great example would be the rpg uh launcher i picked one up off of a off an enemy before i unlocked it and it became unlocked Unlocked. in the store yep and i was like oh thank god because they have you they have um as you're doing objectives, you're basically raising a uh, liberated meter, like how there's three stages to it. And at the end, you can confront one of the people of the cult. Uh, but it's kind of like a threat meter as well. The higher it goes, the more they're going to start sending uh, headhunters your way, the more they're going to try to lock down the area that you're in. So there'll be more patrols. And like one of the objectives was to destroy this on this convoy envoy convoy. Who, who can say uh, that is basically just three trucks with guns on them and some dudes who are just laying down the law. Yep. And I'm like, Oh, I need an RPG for this, obviously because trucks I'm on foot. I want to blow them up. And so it was nice to know that I didn't have to wait from some for some arbitrary unlock point to be able to to use that weapon. I found it out in the wild and now it's available to me. Yep. Um, never buy a game in a Far Cry game. I never buy a gun in a Far Cry game. You never have to. Just get them off the enemy. Yeah. Just spend your money on your your upgrades and stuff instead. Yeah, even the vehicles I've started yep. like once you do the side missions, you start unlocking things uh which they have a plethora of things not only just vehicles like you'll find a vehicle but then there'll be another uh prestige version of it where it's just tricked out and ridiculous looking so uh you can spend your money on that i suppose um the controls are tight I i do like them however i will say um and i mean it should because it's a first person shooter but that's one of the problems that came along with saints row is it kind of feels a little janky um I had to rely a lot in that game on uh, snap shooting with uh, the controller. Yeah. And Far Cry has a little bit of that, but it's a little less generous, I think. Um, I think it just is a better controlling game, and so I didn't have to rely on it as much. My question is, where the hell is the next-gen patch for this game? Yeah, they I don't know why have they have one. Yeah, I don't know why they haven't, to be honest, because it's like... I mean, but they released six. You have six to play, but yeah, I don't know why they haven't gone back and done it when they've done it with like every Assassin's Creed game, even some that don't deserve to have it patched into existence at this point. But yeah, they don't get yeah. the love. They don't get the love. Wait for them and Watch Dogs to get patches. They don't. Well, and all I really want is those extra thirty frames. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, thanks to the Xbox, you can do four uh, K thirty, which is what it's running at now. Or you can force it to basically play 1080p, and that will give you 60 frames 60. per second. Yeah. Which, 
I did that for a little bit and I was like, man, this feels a lot better. However, it just looks so much worse. I yeah. think a lot of it has to do with being outside. Yeah. Uh, the environments look great. There's a lot of foliage, but um, all that just kind of turns into a, a, a not anti an aliased 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 mess anti-aliasing it's it's pro alias aliased <laughs> it's not anti-aliasing um it just turns into a garbledy gook yeah. to a certain degree especially when like on a computer i'm two feet away from the screen but yeah, on, on the muddy. tv yeah. yeah so it really would benefit from that obviously it's not going to happen because why would they do it now but yeah, um one of ever. those yeah well one of those rare cases where i was like maybe i should have just bought a video card because then i could play it on my computer and i wouldn't be locked to just, these restrictions just play it on play six on ps5 you have the kev pass version so you got the oh i plan to there, so you can play it there. i plan to that yeah i'm not worried about that but i was surprised because you kind of would think any of the major releases would I mean, to me, in my my monkey brain, it's like, you know, do you want for the developer? Do you want this to run in 4K 60? Click yes or no and just click it. Yes. And then throw the patch out. And yeah, they said no. They're like, no, no, no. no." So uh, I'm at the point where uh, I've defeated one uh, of the cult members in their region. So Mm -hmm. I've got two more to go, plus probably the the last guy. Uh, But yeah. They're they're very compelling. That's the word I was yes. looking for. Compelling villains, um, and they all each have their own thing. So I'm kind of mm-hmm. looking forward to seeing like how the other two's personalities meld with sort of why are they awful people, <laughs> you know? So oh yeah, just say yes. Just buckle just up. Just say man. yes. Just buckle up. You're in for a ride. Nice. Um, let's see where I want to go here. Uh, I guess I'll talk about Tinykin. So this was a game I reviewed. What is but Tinykin? I, yeah. So it's like Heineken. Um, but no, um, it was a game I saw on one of the, the directs or, I don't know, somebody put out a trailer for it as in like a hype reel. I was like, oh, the art looks really cool because it was like this weird, uh, 2d characters in a 3d world. It's like when they walk, they kind of like flip like paper type thing. Yeah. This is on game pass, right? Yes. Yes. It is on game pass. Okay. I, I have seen it. Okay. Okay. It is basically at a very high level. It's Pikmin, um, mixed with, uh, Chibi Robo from back in the GameCube days with a little bit of Paper Mario just because of the visual design there. But basically, you're a dude who's traveling in outer space and you crash land on Earth um, from the other Earth. You're a human, but you landed on Earth, which your people left the the planet years and years ago. Um, So the world's Mm. stuck in the 1990s. There's no sign of human life. Um, It's just bugs still live because bugs survive everything. Yeah, they'll survive anything. So you're tiny. so, like, the environments are all big, like the kitchen. The, the, you, know, you see all these different areas that are much, much bigger than you. Um, and you have to help these different um, creatures with different tasks in order to get pieces to basically rebuild your ship and get back out, much like Pikmin, right? Yeah. Um, so you use these things called tiny can, which are, like, these little... Um, they look like Pikmin if they mated with, like, the Among Us characters. Like, they're very, like, one color, but their face is a different color. Um, yeah. But each of them have a unique capability. Like one can be thrown and blow up like a bomb. Then there's ones that can conduct electricity. Then you have ones that carry stuff. Then you got ones that like um, will actually make a ladder for you. So like kind of they make like a rope chain so you can just climb up them. Uh, and there's ones that make like <laughs> nice. uh, like ramps, stairs, 
for you to go up and, and you know get through places so basically i mean the game's super simplistic it took like uh, maybe six to eight hours to beat it's very short um oh, wow. but it's a lot of fun because number one i like pikmin games but i also really like chibi robo and this game brought me back to feeling like that where you're just like this one tiny thing in this huge uh world where like you're you're microscopic when you're climbing through cabinets and, and climbing up books and stuff like that so it's very cool to see that um but the writing is really funny as well like each of the bugs uh type of bugs are basically like different um races but they come off more like different personas um so like the stink bugs are like the warriors of the area they're like they're the tough ones that live around there then you have like other ones i forget the different bugs they were um i think it was like the fireflies are all like um like party animals they're like raves so they have like the bathroom <laughs> where they throw like a foam party with like lights and music so they do that stuff um nice. so yeah like each types of types of bugs have a different persona that kind of lend to the narrative of what you have to do to earn their trust so they give you this sacred artifact that helps you build your your rocket ship there um definitely worth the play i think on game pass like i said super short so at least try it out and see if you like it um but it was a really cool game that was just different than something else that was out there uh controls well had no technical glitches like there was no you know i didn't get stuck anywhere like no crashes like it it ran perfectly um it's just a really really solid game that kind of just crept up out of nowhere that i think a lot of people aren't picking it up on their radar because of you know the subject matter and what it is but if you have game pass give it a shot yeah, I thought it looked interesting. Is it? Would you say it's appropriate for like my son to watch? Oh or yeah, yeah. This, there's, I don't think he could play it, but yeah, no. It's, some of the puzzles are a little more advanced. There's literally no fighting at all. There's no combat, so you don't have to worry okay. about anything like that at all. There's no swearing or anything like that. It's all text based too, so you may have to read some stuff to them. Um, but it's perfectly Ugh. it's perfectly <laughs> harmless to 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 play and watch. It's no nothing to worry about cool. at all. Yeah, family friendly. Cool. Nice. Maybe I'll check it out. Uh, I I keep going kind of like looking back at it. You know yeah. what I mean? You ever revisit and you're just like, oh, maybe today's the day. Yeah. Nah, I'm, gonna, I'm too tired. I don't yep. want to learn something. New. And then three months later, they take it off Game Pass and you're like, damn it. I was just going to play that. Yeah. You know, but really you weren't going no. to. Yeah, I know. Yep. 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 Uh, I'm moving on from video games, man. Speaking of uh, whether or not something is kid appropriate. I got a couple things here. I will just quickly mention. Uh, the first one is. Rick and Morty, uh, I've been rewatching because something we like, I like Rick and Morty just fine. I watched like the first three seasons and somewhere in the third season towards the end, I kind of just, I kind of just fell off. I don't hmm. know. I think I got current and then just didn't bother revisiting or what. And then I got to the point where it went so long that I kind of forgot what, what happened? had happened. Yeah. So I just went back and started watching them all over again, and I'm enjoying that. Like, it's weird. It's weird watching it now because every once in a while I'll read about like how terrible people really have glommed onto the show and like it, and mm. and from a certain aspect I could see why. But coming into this, like watching it and liking the show doesn't mean that I think Rick is awesome. Right. You know what I mean? Right, like right. I, I, I expect a lot of these people will probably want to fashion themselves as a Rick and he's actually a terrible person. Yeah. And most of the people in the show are terrible, but that's why it's a cartoon. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny. Uh, and it's ridiculous and, uh, very creative, but on another scale, like on another aspect, I look at it and I'm like, 
I know what they're doing and I know they know that they're just like taking parts from like Jurassic Park for yeah. one oh, episode yeah. Yeah. or, you know, something like that. But it's crazy to go back and really pay attention and be like, wait, I missed some of these. This is very obviously Mad Max. I didn't miss that one, obviously, but this is very obviously, you know, this other thing that also exists. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like, I wonder if they've ever been called out for that because they do it a lot um, for a lot of their episodes. But then they'll also have some other episodes where um, it's not as it's probably not following anything. But um, they'll also have like these weird touching moments where um, characters are learning things or some profound thing happens. And um, you don't get that a lot yeah. in in a lot of um, shows, especially like this one. Uh, so and I think that's I've, I mean, that's my belief in just about anything. But I don't feel like you can have one specific genre in anything anymore no. when you have like a sort of a plethora. That's the word of the night. Apparently <laughs> handpicking certain genres and certain aspects from genres too um, really helps uh, you, your characters can't just be funny and happy go lucky all the time, you know? Um, but when Morty is, well, and I was surprised about the callbacks because clearly I wasn't paying as much as attention <laughs> as I thought I was the first time. But like when at the end of season one, when uh, Morty talks to Summer about like because she was all pissed off or freaking out about something. And he was saying, like, I had to watch my I had to bury myself with Rick because we were in another dimension or another um, plane or another uh, whatever they call them. Uh, same world, but different. Yeah. Is it dimension? I think it's dimensions, right? They have portals to other dimensions. Huh? Yeah, other dimensions. Yeah, so you have it's an exact copy of the world, but yeah. like one thing's different or whatever. Like a multiverse. They came from a yeah a multiverse. Thank you. So they came over from another uh, plane of existence, another dimension into this one, and it was basically as close to where they came from as they could possibly get because they totally fucked up the other world and obviously they had to kill their the selves that yeah. already lived there to so replace them. Yeah. like yeah so to hear him like talk about how horrible this was and how it's like affected him on a deep level you know and then of course they make fart jokes and and all the other stuff we love so mm -hmm. it's 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 nice to see uh, and I appreciate it. I think a little bit more watching back on it now. So um, I'm already, I'm like caught up now. Yeah. I think I am a couple episodes into season four. And so I'm watching new stuff that I haven't seen before. So uh, that's exciting. Um, I don't know how long they plan on going. Is, is, is season five the last one or are they doing a season six? I don't know. Actually. Do you know? I don't know either, but it's it's one of those shows where I'm like, all right, you guys got five seasons. Yeah, we're not we're not doing a we're not doing a Simpsons thing here, are we? Because I don't think cartoons can last that long. Typically. No, not anymore. I imagine they will probably have not too much left because you want to go out while before the show gets sucky. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nobody wants to quit because <laughs> I got bad news. They for went you, for way too long. What? There's going to be 10 seasons. It's never ended. 
Uh, well, at least they know how many seasons. Or maybe it's because they're only re-upped for 10. Well, and then yeah, so the, the order re-evaluate. gets up to 10 seasons and 100 episodes. Well, that'd be a good number to quit at. They, I'm not saying they should necessarily. Entertainment but... Weekly asked the creators uh, whether or not they'd stop after season 10. They explained it's way too early to say on any given day you'll feel like this thing can go for 20 or 30 seasons. So. I mean, if they got enough good ideas. Uh... Or they just keep copying more stuff. Yeah, yeah, I know how much that's that's kind of it, too. It's like, how much more do they have to copy? Um, there's plenty of stuff to take out oh, yeah. of there and just give it a sci fi edge. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'll keep watching uh, until I get caught up and then I'll go, oh, I got to wait another year for Rick and Morty season six. And then you won't well, watch it right away and then you gonna start it all over yep, again. Yep. And then I'll forget. And yep. And we'll be right back here. The other thing that I watched, and this is was was not a planned thing really, but I had heard it came out, and so I was interested. And then it was just on the on the main screen of my television. Is Cyberpunk Edge Runners, and one of the big things that got me to watch it, or or I mean, I planned on watching it eventually, but to watch it now is that somebody had kind of written an article, and I didn't read much of it, but basically they were saying watching this show made them want to go back and play give cyberpunk another try so i'm guessing they didn't play much of it right uh i like i know it's it was a controversial game just because of the state that it was released in and everything but what was there i really enjoyed i played it on pc so i didn't have as much issues as everybody else uh playing on something else but um i enjoyed it i enjoyed the world i enjoy everything about cyberpunk it's literally right up my alley uh so I didn't know what to expect from this. It is an anime. I knew it was animated, but I wasn't sure like how anime the anime yeah, yeah, would yeah. be. Uh, like, would it be an American type version of it? It's Japanese. Uh, mm. In fact, it immediately starts uh, with subtitles. So I left it that way. Um, it's pretty good. I'm at, And that's coming from somebody who doesn't like anime that much. Right, yeah. Um, it's kind of like if you mixed cyberpunk with cowboy bebop a little bit. Okay. Um, not as much, there is a music influence, but not nearly as much or yeah. maybe not as noticeable as in cowboy bebop just because of the music they use. But, um, it just has that feel. And I, I have, I haven't watched too much of it. I think I've watched three episodes now, but they use, a lot of the visuals from the game in the show. So I believe it's still night city. Um, it doesn't follow a character from the game, yeah. but like it just looks like cyberpunk, which really helps. I feel like the people really did their research and like checked out what the game was about and then put it in the anime. Um, hmm. It also does obviously have a little bit of um, ghost uh, ghost in the machine or Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, I knew I was getting that wrong uh, as well, obviously. But um, it all comes together to make a pretty compelling anime, actually. It does have some of the sort of tropes that you get with action anime, especially where, you know, things will be like crazy action and then it'll slow down and then somebody does some ridiculous... like ramps a motorcycle, it slows down in the air and then they jump off of it and like start flinging katanas and shurikens around or shurikens um, so you'll get you'll get that specific like type of anime action but i feel like it's used to good effect here 
based on the fact that everyone's all chromed up and um, they, uh, the way that they show like the ability to move faster because of like improved reflexes and stuff yeah. was pretty interesting. Um, and it's an adult show. Uh, they're not afraid to show nudity or violence or anything like that. So what's also this? kind is of a streaming nice on something refresh. or how are you watching it? This is on Netflix. Oh, okay. Actually. Um, I think it's a Netflix original. Probably. Quote unquote. Sounds like it. Um, so it'll be canceled before yep. season two. Absolutely. But, uh, it's already canceled. I'm really, yeah, exactly. Because you said it, you said yep. the word cancel. So Netflix came and you said, said Netflix. No, they said, wait, we, we, we have what? I don't know. No, we got to cancel it. We're paying for this. They're like a dad <laughs> who doesn't realize they're paying for things. <laughs> um, yeah, I recommend it so far. I think okay. it's 10 episodes or so. And, uh, it hasn't given me a reason not to watch it. It's not for the trope. I have already said it's not tropey in other ways, at least not for me who doesn't watch anime strictly. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't think you'll like it. You either have to like action anime or like cyberpunk. Mm. It's like those, that's the crossover. <laughs> that's I don't, the target audience. I'm not a hundred. Yeah. I'm not a hundred percent sure how much somebody who's like into sci-fi would would do yeah. with it so i would be interested to see if anybody checks it out and isn't really a big fan of cyberpunk how they feel about it but uh i like it it's pretty good um i'll have two things i'll go a little quick here um splatoon 3 uh, i have it i've played like three matches that's it nothing else to say that's really all you need right <laughs> i, I do want to play more kidding. i just haven't had time that's a problem and then my my kids have uh, cannibalize the the switch time playing it themselves too, so they like it. Because I, I really got it for them anyway. Because they are, I like Splatoon, but they put in, put in more hours than I did on on Splatoon two, even though I really enjoyed it. So uh, yeah, I am they looking forward get good to good at it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then playing the early mornings, you get the people that suck in the early morning. You beat them easy. Um, I bet. Yeah. yeah, but I'm gonna All I'm definitely gonna put more school. time in it. It's it's more Splatoon. Obviously, there's more enhancements and stuff like that too. But it's. It's good. If you like Splatoon, you'll like Splatoon 3. Like it's it's kind of just more of the same, which is a, a bad thing in this case. I feel like it's just roster updates at this point. I mean, it kind of <laughs> is. It's just new weapons. Although the single-player campaign, everyone seems to like this one uh, the best. I know Jason already beat it. Um, I didn't even know they had one. I've yeah. never played. I've tried it a little bit, but never really sat down and played Splatoon. Yeah, I've never gone too crazy into them, but this one everyone seems to be raving about, so I'm going to give this one a, a whirl, if you will, to go through that, but raving um, rabbits yeah more to go through that um and then d- did you watch umbrella academy i started it i think i got through like two or three episodes okay but that's not saying much because i did yeah. the same thing with the boys and, and a right. lot of other things yeah yeah i i talked to jason about this one last time we were in the middle watching like season one i was like oh i really like this this is good yeah i heard you talk i, I listened to the episode i heard you talking about it yeah it was it was good we got to season two and i'm still gonna finish it but it lost. It seems like it lost a lot of charm, at least for me, because the, I guess the formula of how they do their storytelling, is what made it kind of charming in the first one. You're like, oh, okay, here are all the different characters. You're gonna learn about them kind of independently, and then they come together, and you know, uh, yeah, 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 stuff happens. I do remember that? Yep. Season two starts off the exact same way. I will say spoiler free, but it's like the formulas again. Like they're all split up. You learn about each of them independently, and then eventually they might get all together again. And I'm Interesting. like, I, I it, it happened within like five, ten minutes of the first episode. I look at my wife because she had seen all of season one before. She had seen some of season two, but she never finished it. I think. I looked at her. I said, "Are they really going to do this again?" And she's like, "Yeah, it's going to be the same thing." I'm like, oh, 
So I'm kind of <laughs> struggling to force myself to get through it. Um, not because at that bad. point it feels like a gimmick, right? Right. And I'm like, I don't, I, I want to try not to get spoiler here. So each of the characters have flaws. They all do. They're very flawed people, right? We know that it's because they're upbringing and stuff like that. I totally yeah. understand that. But when they got together, that's some of the more charming moments of the show. I wanted to learn oh. more about them together. And the first so thing they back. do in season two is, nope, you're all apart again. And I was like, come on. Like, and I don't know, we're five or six episodes in. They're all still not together again. So I'm like, is this really going to go on to like the last episode? And then whatever happens. And then I know season three is there. And then season four is going to be the last one. They've already announced that. So it's like, I don't know. I'm going to go through it because I need to see how it ends, ends when it's all said and done. Mm-hmm. But I would say season two is definitely not as charming as season one was. Uh, with all the characters and pieces there, so yeah, lost Bummer. a little, lost a little luster for me this time around. Bummer, bummer. Yeah, I don't. I've always wanted to go back and check it out, but part of it was kind of like it felt a little too cheeky for me. Like I was kind of like, okay, like I get it, yeah. but I'm not familiar with the source material. Me at either. All. Me either. At, I wonder how much that follows the the comics i will investigate after i don't want anything to get spoiled so i will investigate once i'm done that makes sense because i don't i don't know if it's even still a series like today like comic wise i don't know if they still make them or not yeah i never heard of it before they announced it as a show so not that i'm like the end all be all of comics or come on you're not a big my chemical romance fan (laughs) well i mean i did like those two songs so (laughs) everyone liked those two songs yeah, that's true. They didn't have a choice. They played it on the radio because um, that was back when people listened to the radio. Uh, speaking of which, it's funny you bring that up. <laughs> uh, so I, I put this in here because I haven't had this happen recently. And I've also been thinking, like, I really should just start exploring new music because I listen to the same stuff. It, it's easy to do when you get older. You're just like mm-hmm. you amass X quantity of music and then you're like, that's enough. I don't need to find any more. Like my playlist is big enough that I feel like if I just hit shuffle, I'll probably, you know, skip five songs and finally find the one that I want to listen to. But for the most part, I don't, I don't need more to have to skip through, I guess, just Mm. depending on what my mood or feeling is to what song I want to listen to. So I was, I was on YouTube of all things. And I was watching some stupid video falling down a YouTube rabbit hole instead of doing anything good with my time and um i saw this video in like the suggested panel and it was an interesting looking character he had like a mask on and and almost like a i want to say nazi uniform but not really like it didn't look nazi-ish it just had the cut of it Mm. you know what i mean Yeah, yeah like a general's uniform and they had these like face masks on that looked like something that would be from uh, Mad Max or something like that. And um, I was like, okay, I've never heard of this band. The band is called Ghost. Forgive me if I'm like way behind the times on this. I have no clue. Mariana, Mariana Cross. Cross, yep. And I I was like, I've never heard of these people. I don't listen to the radio. I don't really do a lot of like, here's your list of uh, Discovery Now for the week or whatever. It's TikTok, man. 
they TikTok blew them up out of nowhere, and that's why they're like resurfacing. really. They've been around since like okay. 2006, 2010, somewhere in that area. They're, they've been uh. around for a while, but they are TikTok has brought a spotlight to them, and they have blown the hell up. That's why you saw them for sure. Well, I know very little about them, but I will say good for them, I yeah. suppose. Yeah. Um, so the video I, I, that I stumbled across was the two guitarists who were having like a, a jam battle. Mm-hmm. And like my first my first thought was either this is going to be like Slipknot because of the masks sure. and just the get up. Uh, and at this point, I hadn't even seen the seen the lead singer yet. Or it was going to be like Daft Punk or something like that, mm-hmm. where it's like funky fresh or whatever. Yep. Uh, so I listened to it and. You know, they're having this little goofy battle or whatever. Uh, it's just part of their live show. It wasn't mm-hmm. like a music video or anything. And all of a sudden, one of them starts playing Sweet Home Alabama because they were in, they were playing the show in Alabama. And I was like, okay, maybe this is a sign. Maybe I should look up and see more about their music or whatever. And so I'm looking on YouTube videos and I'm like, okay, here's some of their popular songs. I go on Spotify and I start listening. And I'm like, this is a pretty darn good mix of a lot of the things that I listen to sadly it's like a weird like 80s glam rock band sort of metal sort of uh, sort of rock it, like it's weird because the the lead singer sounds like they would be in something more like journey or something mm-hmm. like that um not with that not not to say like super high pitched or like can hit a huge range of notes as far as I can tell that's not the case but they just have like that eighties sound to them uh, of that specific type of band, not pop music, but think like, um, ah, man, I don't know. Uh, Van Halen or something like that, I guess, or Mm -hmm. Motley Crue or um, I was expecting much more metal and they do have some of that there. But like you said, Mariana cross, man, Mm -hmm. you hear that song and it's like, it's kind of wimpy. (laughs) Oh yeah. It's not like, it's not, nobody's, but when you see a picture of them, you would expect that a hundred percent. And so like, I was kind of like, Oh, I can understand what he's saying. So yeah, I don't know. It's like, a Greta Van Fleet or something like that as yeah. far as the sound of like the the tone of voice. And so you, you mix all that together in a great big blender and uh, you get ghost, I guess. And so I've been kind of going through their, their discog and listening to things here and there. And it's one of those bands where I don't think I would listen to a full album or anything like that. Yeah. Um, they have a lot of similar sounding music and then you kind of get lost into like, which song is this again? Mm-hmm. But I added like three or four songs to my what I like to hear uh, playlist. And so, yeah, I was just like, oh, hey, you know, I was thinking about adding a new adding a new uh, band to the mix. And then this popped up and it turned out to be okay. So, yeah. uh, Sorry for anybody who's like, oh, I've been listening to them since 2006. It's been so long. I stopped listening to them. That's how long they've been around. But uh, for me. You know? No, I mean they're they're very niche, um, more European than anything around here. You know, kind of like you're gonna get hipsters be like, "Oh, I loved Ghost Forever," but it's like it's like Rammstein. Like we know a couple songs here yeah. in the U.S., but largely we don't 
but they're huge everywhere else. Like they are the guy, yep. you know. And they'll come to the U.S. It'll be a big deal when they come to like right now. They're touring and there's a ton of people going. But it's like they don't follow them all the time. I feel like Ghost is the same thing, but because of of TikTok right now, um, they're getting a lot of attention because of the the visuals. And then Mariana Cross is like, you can't hop on TikTok for more than ten minutes and not hear that song right now. So, which is weird because I don't like. That's probably my least favorite song out of but what I've pop, listened to. But it's poppy and, and catchy, and that's that's all TikTok yeah. needs. So, well, and their lyrics are are very pop like. Yeah, and so I can see why that probably because even in the other songs that sound a little bit more rocky, um, it's still written, and I think that's what reminds me of like mm-hmm. Journey songs and stuff like that, yeah. where they're written as like catchy and mm-hmm. uh, they have a hook for yeah. the most part. Yep. So, yeah. Well, I I mean, yeah, I guess they'll get their 15 minutes of fame or whatever. And yep. then everyone can go back to being like, well, I still like them. And the other five people in the, the fan club can say, yay. It's like all the people that were Metallica fans for five minutes during the final episode of Stranger Things. And now not listening to Metallica anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's like that. You know. And Kate Bush fans. Yeah. Um, it's weird to go back, like not having heard that song, go back and listen to it like the original yeah. not the epic version yeah. and being like i feel like there's something missing out of this song yes there's just it's not as layered as in yep. synthy as you hear it in the in the show but uh you know jason god bless his soul on his on his sick bed right now hopefully recovering we hope so anyway uh i ask him or i put this in the show notes so that maybe we could like be in the middle of something and then know that we'll talk about it next time. And he usually doesn't have an answer for this and that's okay. That's fine. My question to you, Kevin, because there's like a 50, 50 chance that you'll be on the next show. <laughs> you got anything on deck for next time? You in, in, are you in the middle of anything right now that you can't really discuss much further? Uh, not particularly. I will be doing more Splatoon three and I really think I am going to boot up saints row. Um, tomorrow and start that as well i so, cannot wait to hear your p- opinions yeah. on that so i will comment to those um i don't know when is god of war coming out dad of war oh man i forgot that's i mean i didn't forget it's a thing but it's like i still have to beat i got so far into the the um god of war and then i lost momentum i need to go back and play it because i know it, cause i enjoyed it probably be reviewing that ragnarok yeah I can't find it. It's coming up. I think it's November. Um, so I think I want to try and replay God of War again before that. Oh, oh November 9th. November 9th. Um, so oh, okay. I, I want to. Uh, so I won't get it this early. I'll probably get it maybe middle of October, end of October. Um, so I do want to replay God of War again only because it's been so long and I want to have that story fresh and how it ends because this is like right after here here comes the next thing so yeah. i want to i want to revisit that too but i will say if i'm on the next one i will definitely be able to talk more about splatoon 3 and saints row nice 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 uh i'll probably i don't think i'll have far cry 5 beat by this point probably. but i do i'm gonna have i have that pull already to play some more cyberpunk mm. i don't know if i'll be able to hold out last thing i need to do is get involved in two long form first person shooters mm, bad idea um <laughs> yeah yeah, definitely. It's like pick one or the other. I did start, uh, as far as games go, I did start uh, 
uh, oh gosh, my brain is dying. Assassin's Creed. Uh, what's the one? Not Origins. What's the one after what that? What culture? What culture? Is it the uh, Greek one? The Greek one. That's yes, Odyssey. Thank you. Odyssey. Odyssey. Yeah. Uh, so uh, sorry, it's just so many Assassin's Creeds at this point. <laughs> yeah. Odyssey, uh, which I really actually have been enjoying, mm. um, surprisingly, uh, because I started Origins and I did not like it at all. Oh. Uh, I didn't. I didn't like how you were plopped into this story. I felt like it was just like there was no intro. Sure. I felt like I loaded a save game and I didn't know what the hell was <laughs> You're going like, on. Wait a minute. Yeah, they're acting like I've been playing already. I don't. Mm. So maybe I have to go back and figure that one out. But uh, yeah, Origins. I might play some more of that. And uh, I've enjoyed what I've seen so far. So and it plays real smooth. It's so buttery, mm. especially after coming off from 4K 30 Far Cry and then <laughs> putting this in. And it's like it looks good and it plays smoothly. I didn't know that was possible. So Hell maybe yeah. I'll talk about that. Yeah. Uh, but that's it for us for now. Uh, this is the part where I read the outro. Uh, Kevin, thank you for joining me tonight. Anytime. I know it, it literally was a long time coming, <laughs> not only from before we tried to get together, but also because once we started planning it, everything got what, in the way the to make it not happen. Yeah, yeah but th- we're used to that. We yeah. live in it. We're yeah. here in it. We're in the shit right now. And uh, speaking of being in the shit, I want to say thank you to all of our patrons patrons our patrons out there a special thanks to our arbiters of awesome noise josh burboon takeda tyler ruland tom servosas brendan myers's josh brown and matt kinnett and then matt. you have to bow mackinnett mike and ike Mac and I, Mac and me, Mac and me. Bow, be- bow before the Crusader of the Legion, Edvin Kahlo. If you want to join the Flux Legion, go to Patreon. Throw us them, them shekels, them dollar dollar bills, y'all. Check out Patreon.com/slash/FluxDepose.html. If you're listening to the show right now and your name mm-hmm. wasn't just said, why the hell not? What are you doing? Just one dollar. Oh no. I don't That's know it. how you hear this and then go, yeah, I'm not going to give them any yeah. money. Like if you, if you've tagged along this long, if you've listened to the show, because we don't give any new insights, there's no news coverage here. Why are you listening if you don't like it? So either, either stop listening or go to patreoncom slash That's a good question. That's a good question. My friend, I got a question for you. Yeah. I was, I completely forgot to pick an OC remix. So I'm oh, going to give you a choice. Geez. And then, and then if you choose the wrong one, it's your fault. Okay. So, boom. That's Let's how go. we do it. Would you rather hear Hollow Knight mm-hmm. or Super Mario Galaxy? Super Mario Galaxy. Boom. There you have it. It's done. It's written in stone. This is... Well, let me actually click on... Man, I love Overclocked Remix, but there's so many things that you can click on when you look at a song. You can click on the game it's title. Like, it's and like a website. The game. There's so many ways to click. <laughs> It is. It is. I, back in my day, we only had one option, uh, which isn't true. We had so many search search options and everything. Ridiculous amounts. But that's another show. This is uh, B&M by, oh boy, Chernabog. For, now I'm not trying to say names wrong, just so we know. So we're clear on that. Chernabog, Feralis, 
Furless and tu- Tubers McGee. That one wasn't so bad. <laughs> Tubers McGee. Um, it's arranging the music of one song that was from Super Mario Galaxy, King King Bowser. It's rock and symphonic. It's brass. It's electric guitar. It's all the things we Sounds love. Sounds good. It Can might make you it? have a BM. A B and an M. A bowel and a movement. A bowel and a movement. You will have a movement, and then you will empty your bowels. <laughs> Hopefully your own. Uh, that's going to do it for us. You can you can hear this. You can hear many other things, like our other option that wasn't picked, on ocremix.org. Thanks again for listening, and I'm sorry. I'm so sorry for what just happened. Yeah. Good night. Bye.